Hey everyone, welcome to a special episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. I'm Jules. Hi, I'm Charles. Oh my god, guess what? We're talking about Twilight. This is kind of like an emergency episode because we're talking about the saga because I actually watched all these for the first time as like a grown-ass adult and I had a lot of thoughts about it and I needed to bring you guys along because I'm going to kind of sit back. You guys are kind of like way <laughs> more in, like have more history than I do. I'm like a newbie at this. This is so. kind of funny because every time like or not every time, but a lot of the time um, when I do podcasts with you, like sometimes it's like the first time I've seen it or I saw it way later. And yeah. uh, now the roles are reversed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like welcome <laughs> like you're finally here there's like a whole i'm on a whole new side of tiktok thanks to like what i've been liking and i was like whoa this like this is weird <laughs> like this is a whole thing i wish that um it was under um different circumstances <laughs> that uh that i'm ahead of you in this um but you know I, I think today is an interesting conversation just because um, I don't know if I hate this or love this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm That's how I feel. I'm kind of in the same boat, to be honest, because I like went through a, through, um, a stage like circa 2008, 2009 when I was um, when I was like reading, reading the books and I was texting with 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 my friends and I was our text message were just basically, he's just so perfect. What's he doing with her? <laughs> so, like, oh, like as you're reading the book? Yeah. And then, you know, we'd, you know, like we like, you know, we liked to kind of, you know, like, like before there was a movie announced, we were like, oh, well, this person should be cast in this role. And then, um, you know, and then like the, the and then like the movie came out and, you know, I, had to fight this like raging pack of like 12 year old girls to get tickets. And it was, <laughs> and um, then I, um, I guess I got my sanity back. And so I, I guess I'm sort of, sort of looking back on that time with a certain amount of whimsy. Um, so <laughs> like, you know, um, so this was a uh, fun rabbit hole to dive back into. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I mean, I was like a grown ass adult. I literally just watched it like, I don't know, like two months ago for the first time. And then I just rewatched the first one today. Okay. Um, and I took notes before when I watched them the first time. So my takes are like super fast, like high level. Like they're just right off the top of my head. Like, oh my God, why is he being abusive? This is kind of insanity. He's driving her crazy. Like, yeah. how are we putting up with this? Um, just like there's a lot. Like, and those night terrors in, in New Moon, like I, I just can't. <laughs> like I oh, I can't so cringy. It's so cringy. So, it's insane. <laughs> like it, it's insanity. Is it like that in the book? I don't I actually don't remember. Um, I mean, it's. So I remember like reading it, like so. I read, I read the books before I saw the movies, and um, oh, nice. I remember when I was reading like New Moon. I remember like I was in a depressive state because I was reading the book and I was just like absorbing everything. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so she so it, really like, was in it. Like I mean, obviously, like the screaming parts. I think uh, Case too went a little overboard. I don't know who was directing her on that. Um, They should have thought otherwise. But (laughs) yeah, um, but I do remember it being a very, very depressing read. 
Yeah, and like, like it sort of feels like you're kind of like in Bella's body, experiencing everything that she is. And the entire time, I was just like, "Why isn't she more mad at him?" She's just so like, "Oh, I want him back, so the pain will stop." And it's just like, "Damn it, girl, get mad!" You know, like <laughs> just like, "Oh, she's just like, um, just be 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 a feminist for Christ's sake!" <laughs> like, you know, go buy cucumber. I don't know, <laughs> like. <laughs> that would never happen because this is like definitely like a secret like Mormon story. Like yes, we break break it down, so that that yeah. would never kind of happen. You know, that's my favorite theory on this is uh, the Twilight Saga is just like a Mormon story. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very reminiscent. Like I all, I just have a lot of questions on like why they had to be married, like why that was like such a big. I don't know. It just became such a, we have to be married though, but like married, married. I was like, why? They're like 18. Like that's only, and then of course she has a child like first time out the gate. Of course, of course it's not human. Of course it's like this crazy cautionary tale of like, look ladies, look what really happens. And nope, ladies. Nah. um, I (laughs) will say that like birth scene in both the book and the movie is like pretty horrifying. Oh, sweet Jesus. And the way she looks like when she like is literally like her life is like draining out of her. I guess it's in like one of the breaking dawns and she's like, just looks so, I was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, this is intense. Um, I also have to say I am of course team Edward, but like kind of sort of not because he's kind of an asshole. But I mean, as far as we're team Edward, team Jacob, I mean, I would never be team Jacob. I don't even understand how you are team Jacob, but um, I don't know. But I guess that's just his character. It's just kind of weird. Uh, I, I like the imprinting the, thing on the kid. Yeah, like, no matter how you try to explain that, it's still really creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I find that really strange. Um, but Catherine Hardwick, I love. She did Thirteen, also with Nikki Reed. Oh. Um, she did Lords of Dogtown in 2005 with like Heath Ledger and Emile Hirsch, who also was in Into the Wild with. Kristen Stewart and that's kind of how she came up for Bella mm. is because I think Emile Hirsch told Catherine Hardwick like oh like she's really really good or something like that oh wow so yeah that's kind of cool and it's crazy that like Nikki Reed's in this Apparently. being a total bitch <laughs> oh what, what were you about to say I oh, thought like she's being a total bitch oh um, I was going to say Nikki Reed played uh, Evan Rachel's Woods friend in 13 right uh huh okay. yeah 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 okay. That's kind of funny. Yeah, apparently she um, had a really hard time um, getting casted for roles after doing this movie. After doing this movie? Yeah, after doing Twilight, no one um, really wanted to hire her because they didn't see her as like a uh, as a serious role anymore. Which is kind of no sad. Way. Yeah. yeah. And Kristen Stewart is like doing so much, and same with Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's so crazy. Um, I'm team Carlisle, uh, like really, um, if we're going to break it down, I just, I love him. I think he's still <laughs> total, but then also it's very strange how they describe him and they're like, that's the doctor and all of his adopted kids. And I was like, but then they're all dating. I was like, this is really weird. <laughs> like the school knows about this and is cool. Like 
Anna Kendrick, God bless you for being annoying in absolutely everything you do, because she just is. <laughs> she always plays the same girl. I do not like her or her acting anyway that she does. But but she's just like, oh yeah, that's the Collins. They're like super weird, but they're like together. That's all like they're foster kids. And like I was like, but they all look 30 and they're all dating. They're like three pairs of them. I'm but they telling all you, live this together. Is, this is the story of the Mormons. they live together yeah like this is big love all of a sudden (laughs) like they live together and they're like yeah that's cool whatever i was like whatever no that's weird and then there's edward just like chilling on the side and i was like why is he not paired up why is he like the one in the house that doesn't have anyone but everyone else it's just weird he's the unicorn what apparently henry henry cavill was uh stephanie meyer's first choice to play edward which i thought was kind of funny i've heard the exact same same thing um like i think that i thought i thought there was an interview somewhere where like uh mayor basically says you know this is who i want in like this role and so um like um <laughs> and i don't think that in any of the like people that she said were, were actually cast but I, I, I that was just kind of cool um Henry Cavill, apparently the reason why is because when they started production, he was like 25, but he looked like a fucking grown ass man by 25 and he couldn't look like 17, Uh like Edward had to be. (laughs) So then they offered him Carlisle, but then he didn't do it because he was doing the tutors, which I have to say he's amazing in. Um, So that's why he didn't do Carlisle. So thank you for Peter Facinelli being Carlisle (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I really like him. Which is so funny. Uh, that's really cool that they got kind of like a serial. Also, Jamie Campbell Bauer, I really like a lot. He's one of the Volturi. He has like the long br- blonde hair. Oh, yeah. He's Wasn't in Sweeney he in... Todd. Yes. Mm. And mm-hmm. he, he plays Joanna's love interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, I've been keeping up with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. It's wild, guys. It's fucking oh, really? wild. Yeah, apparently, like today, um, in the it's all this is all public record. There's like a massive YouTube link where you can like watch it live. Um <laughs> me, me and Jules were like talking guys, about it the other day. No, we're, this like, is happening like 10 minutes away from my house. And yes. I've been trying to convince Lauren to come with me and stand outside so we can hold out a sign that says <laughs> What do you know about Marilyn Manson? (laughs) We would probably be like, we would, I I actually want to know. I want to be like, what did you know? (laughs) Well, there's, there's like a limited amount of like public seating in the trial. And I'm like, if we get there, Lauren, if we get there at like 6am, I think we could get in. (laughs) There was a massive up. Apparently there was like a huge thing because one of the people on Amber's side was like sitting in the the back and they were like tweeting and apparently you're not supposed to if you're sitting like right on someone's side or something so they got like thrown out of the courtroom so now i think because they allowed cameras in there which is really interesting it was really interesting that they even allowed that in general but i guess they like wanted everybody to see like but like (laughs) it's like really funny one of his old friends testified the other day and he's like this guy from new york and he was like yeah i mean like johnny's the best (laughs) (laughs) it was like really funny it was like he's like no you know like i live in this penthouse and they ask him about like all the shit with elon musk and like franco they show like um surveillance stuff like all this shit's like public now which is nuts but there's a girl on instagram um who's like you know doing like everyday highlights so i can like mm-hmm. see what she's saying like what has happened but yeah there's no decision yet so i love how i found 
I found like one um, article and the only picture that was in there was this like incel guy who had the sign outside of the courthouse and he had like his fedora on and he was like, I have faith in you, Johnny. Oh yeah. It was like justice for Johnny. I saw that. I totally saw that. <laughs> that was kind of funny. That would oh be me. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like, it's nuts. So is this their like divorce trial or is like no. Johnny it's Johnny no. on trial for something. No, no. Well, what happened is Amber Heard wrote this op-ed in the Washington Post, I think in like 20, it's probably like 2019, something like that. So in this thing, in this uh, op-ed, which C is already an opinion piece. So it's kind of like, it's not taken as fact. This is someone's opinion. Mm-hmm. But in any case, this whole um, article kind of like laid out um, just like situations that she had um, in general in her life. And some of it was like about like um, abuse and stuff like that. She didn't name any names. Right. But I guess like it was, I guess people thought it was about him. Right. Okay. So because of that, he lost movie roles. Like re- they replaced him on pirates. And then he lost that, that movie that Mads Mikkelsen's in now that Harry Potter one. Oh, like, right. Okay. That fantastic beast. So what happens is, is they're now suing because, or Johnny is suing because like that is like, that actually led to lost wages. It's kind of mm-hmm. like defamation. Apparently defamation is really hard to prove like oh. in, in general, because you have to prove that like, because of what someone said or did, it actually caused you to like lose work, which yeah. is like hard to show a like, you know, direct cause. But I guess in this case, um, like you can prove it. He can be like, look, I lost this movie. So anyway, in, and then in the UK, there was a suit, but he lost that one. So I think he's like refiling it here in the state. So, um, yeah, because I guess it's like he lost wages, you know, from not being on these movies. So I guess we're seeing like all of it's, it feels like a divorce case, but I guess, I don't know what he's trying to prove really, but, um, we already know about the thing, but I guess that's just part of it. It's just back Hmm. and forth until they i think there's a jury though it's not like a judge trial so oh okay can you imagine being a juror like when they're done i wonder if they're gonna speak out and be like this was crazy (laughs) like all the stuff (laughs) we found out you know um but yeah who knows it's kind of interesting um but yeah did you guys get any like cool behind the scenes stuff like what's the goss on like the first movie the first twilight um so let me see what i have um is this the movie that Robert Pattinson sang the song? Is it the first movie? Yeah, he sang he sang two songs. <laughs> I had to, I had to sounds, like Shazam it. I was like, is this Robert like, Pattinson? Like a like an old white blues man, and I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, was, what are you weird. doing? I was like, what? I'm like, son. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No. I was like, this but but you know what I do like he did write Robert Pattinson actually did write Bella's Lullaby and I think yeah, that that's cool. he he put his his whole um his whole self into that song yeah um, like his whole yeah it, it was good it was cool yeah um they one uh like thing that I thought was kind of funny um so they filmed um the ballet like studio fight scene on the first day oh the one at the end yeah and robert pulled a muscle in his butt cheek during the first (laughs) fight scene (laughs) and he thought he was gonna have to stop filming because of it (laughs) oh no no. (laughs) i thought that was kind of funny oh my god that That sounds sounds really painful though like like i was um like i was walking a friend's 
dog once and I um she was a very energetic border collie and so we were sort of like trotting down down the sidewalk and I felt this like I felt like a very loud pop in my leg and it was like just like a it was probably like a muscle or you know like a um you know like a tendon or something but it like really really hurt so i can't imagine having that pain in your you know your ass like (laughs) (laughs) i know that sounds so bad um another one that i have was robert panson did not have his driver's license for this movie and he had to get his driver's license in order to do this movie so he could drive the Volvo that he was driving throughout every single movie. <laughs> Definitely was sponsored by Volvo. Yeah. Lauren, like, yeah. oh, hey, Volvo. <laughs> like, he always had one. Lauren, didn't, didn't, didn't you have a similar model car? In um, yeah, I had a Volvo, yes. But it wasn't like the one he had in the beginning where that was hatchback. I just had, like, a sedan. But his was, oh, like, okay. a hatchback. Yeah, the first one that he had. Then he had, like, an SUV. I didn't have the SUV. Oh, Okay. Yeah, then he had like a Volvo SUV, and I think he had a Jeep in that first one too. Yeah, yeah, they. Um, he had like an off-road thing with like the lights. If if you go to Stephanie Meyer's like homepage and like click on the section for Twilight, there's this like whole section where she just like has like a Q and A, and there's just like oh. in, in in a like picture of like all of like like the Cullen's cars that appear in the book. What? Yeah, yeah. And, and um, how much is this bitch worth? She's worth a lot. Yeah. Like, um, wow. She's like almost like a Harry Potter woman. Oh, well, because there's not, so let's, many. Th- let's not go that far. But, like, Wait, okay. I guess she doesn't have that much money, right? That woman's like um, a billionaire or something, right? I mean, I think that she must have made a fair amount of money. Um, but I heard that, like, she originally got the idea because she had, like, a dream about like um edward's character <laughs> oh my god i was just telling lauren about this Literally. it's the 9-11 theory yeah, yeah, yeah. was telling me a conspiracy theory about twilight so oh go wait, for I, it i don't know if i oh okay okay so what the theory is was like stephanie myers basically had a wet dream about gerard way um which created from my chem. A, yeah from my chemical romance which like started Oh my god! I can't believe I'm Whoops. saying this. This is being recorded. Um, yeah, I know. I can't believe like this is gonna go out. If, my, if we're gonna my... delete, just let me know if we're gonna delete because I might have to delete <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. So so Stephanie Myers has a wet dream about Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance, and they say My Chemical Ram- Romance started after 9/11. So if 9/11 did not happen. My Chemical Romance would never exist. Therefore, Stephanie Myers would have never made the saga. Oh my god! <laughs> How insane! That's definitely like a Reddit thread. <laughs> like somewhere. That's definitely like buried deep in a Reddit thread. This is um, so embarrassing. It's <laughs> so funny. I'm actually on the Colin Cars page on her website, and this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like, pictures of like ferraris i'm like wait the collins are driving ferraris is this in like another book that i don't know about they uh, apparently uh, apparently i think edward or not edward i think bellman says that to them money is just something they put in a bank and it just like accumulates over time 
So they, I guess they have like all this money. They're just like, well, we might as well buy a car and look normal. <laughs> so. That's literally my main question highlighted in red is how the fuck do the Collins have so much money? <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I don't understand. Like throughout the entire thing, they have this amazing modern house, amazing clothes. He's a doctor. Does he go to work? Does he have a shift? Like, does he have a yeah, pager? So. Like, <laughs> like, like I have so many questions. Or is he like a fake doctor? That like has an office, but he doesn't like. Do I mean, anything. I think he did technically get his medical license, but it was in like eighteen eighty five. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, and why was he like Lestat when he was in like the Volturi? <laughs> I was like, you look like Lestat from Interview with the Vampire. This whole thing is very Anne Rice for like Gen or like millennial <laughs> Gen Z. This is very much like how the Anne Rice novels were yeah, to people in like the 90s. And that was like this. That one was way more like homoerotic in that one, which we definitely did not get in this one. But in that other one, it was like full on these two men in this relationship. Yeah. Um, but this one, no, it's very like super straight. Yeah. It's like yeah. boy, girl, that is it. Everyone's paired off, which actually I find interesting too, that there's no Mormonism. like queer character. Like, not even a friend. Yeah, either. right? Yeah. Like, Which I, I found really interesting. Because it was 2008. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. If it was the 90s, I would expect it. But, yeah. But that also, like, adds to, like, the, like, deeply religious theory that's, like, sifting yeah. through this whole story. Um, And then, okay. So, so to, do you have any more behind the scenes? Um, Or do you, Jules? Do either one of you? Let me see. Um, I don't, I don't have any more. Okay. Um, see, there's um apparently a whole section about why she called it Twilight. Oh yeah, why? Why is it all about like Twilight Eclipse, New Moon? Um, like, why is it like that? So I think she originally wanted to call it like the whole franchise, like Forks, as in like Forks Washington. Oh, but like bad call, girl. But like her <laughs> editor basically said the, the, the exact same thing. She was like, "Let's <laughs> let's like workshop this," and so yeah. like, um, and so. She like got so Stephanie Mayer like sent her a list of like all of these like you know atmospheric words you know and I think Twilight was on one of them but like um but like I, I think that like there's like some other stuff too like um bite <laughs> um bite <laughs> just bite <laughs> okay um um apparently in Finland it's called temptation. In France, Ooh. it's called fascination. Um, fascination. Wow. In Japan, it's known as the boy whom I loved is a vampire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. It's like such a like. Look, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah. like, that's so. Um, and um, yeah. So there's, I, I, I um. So I, I guess, I, I guess, like. They she got sent all these options and the and the editor was like, well, let's choose the least like offensive one, go Twilight. So <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. And um, that was of course followed by you know other atmospheric themed sequels such as New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn, and of course um, Midnight Sun. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's right. So those are the. I read books. that. Yeah, how is that? That's by Edward's point of view. What is his point of view in all this? Um, he's oh. still like a sad, miserable little man. Um, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. I see. <laughs> see, I did too because I find Edward to be a like 
much more fascinating character than Bella. So even like him doing the most mundane stuff is just like really cool to me. Um, Let's all workshop why we're attracted to this like awful (laughs) man. (laughs) Like Um, no matter what, he literally can do anything and it just like doesn't matter because I I don't know why. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like these like, you know, banks are will really like, you know, hold him back. I mean, I mean, you know, if they like wanted to like, you know, empty out a bank, there's nothing like the government could do to stop them. So that's true. You know, so that's probably why they have all all, all, all their money. Unless like, you know, Esme is like really good at like coupons investing. So (laughs) like (laughs) none of them like work. It's kind of funny. Um, Daddy Cullen is the only one bringing in the money. (laughs) Yeah, man. And also I love that I, I read that Robert Pattinson and Jackson Rath rathbone were like up for edward and then and knowing that and then of course like jackson got jasper so i'm like the fact that they like uh are kind of like butting heads in it kind of makes really interesting because he like wanted that part (laughs) so the fact that like especially that scene where like that super dramatic blood drop scene where she's like they have that weird birthday party for her that i was like oh my god they're gonna turn her now oh wait i have to wait till the fifth movie until that happens (laughs) fuck like turn this bitch i don't understand she's like whining throughout the whole thing like uh he's like oh happy birthday uh i'm aging it's so awful you know what wouldn't be awful if you turned me (laughs) oh my god he was like i don't want to turn you i was like he doesn't want to listen to you fucking whine for like the rest of his fucking life like or forever really this bitch is thirsty on a whole other level. <laughs> yeah, she totally is. She's just like, I can't handle it. Then I'm gonna go out with like Jacob. I mean, yes. oh my I mean, god. No. No. Yeah. I can I just ask, like, like, and Charles brought this up earlier. What, like, when they're saying, like, when they're reading the books, like, what is so great about Bella? Like, she is such a boring, like, just like they say. Some people are like, oh, like, K-Stu is, like, an awful actress in this movie, but she's actually really playing the role of Bella mm-hmm. Swan, who is just, like, a wet towel, a wet paper <laughs> towel of the movie, you know? Yeah, she, she uh, yeah, you can, and then that's really funny that you say that, because for a while I was like, I saw this movie a long time ago, and I was like, oh, no, like, I, I just didn't get it. I was like, this is not, like, for me, and then... I, then I was like, because of that, I saw Kristen Stewart as like the girl from Twilight. And I was like, God, she's such a bad actress. I don't like this. And then I saw her in other stuff. And I was like, okay, it was just that movie then because she's actually like a decent actor. It was just yeah. like that character, I guess, was just kind of weird. And then now that you say the book is like that, then that's just how it's written. Yeah. Like they're really yeah. just playing this as it's written. Like there's a whole novel and a whole world to play by so they're like this is what it is it's well, pretty descript you know um i was trying to think of an image to describe bella and the best i can come up with is just like a melted candle like <laughs> you know she's just like a she's just like a shapeless like you know spineless lump of you know blob that you know not, gets- not a scented candle just a plain wax candle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my um, god! But um, oh, but I think that I think that Bella was sort of modeled after Stephanie Mayer's like personal life experience because <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, because no. um, because like a, wait, why do you think that? Oh well, because it um, we're not going to be able to post any of this. <laughs> like I'm going to have to like literally chop this whole thing up. So um, no, you so, don't. Please don't. So um, so apparently she m- m- modeled like 
like like um like like aspects of the story specifically when bella shows up in forks washington and she gets uh-huh. like all this attention from like boys like you know she walks in the room and there's like oh woman and um apparently that was mormonism yeah and apparently that was what happened to stephanie mayer when she started going to college <laughs> oh she actually said that yeah 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 oh wow that's interesting though yeah I mean... um like stephanie um, was getting it I yeah, guess. Cool. Well, I mean, you know, it's it, it's it's like getting, but like Mormon y. So you know, like <laughs> who hurt you, girl? <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> who's Edward? I want to know. Who's <laughs> man. Is it some man in the Pacific Northwest that is sitting at home being like, "This bitch, this is totally me," and she totally wrote me, and she made all this fucking money? <laughs> I bet you. I bet you. There's some like abusive asshole out there, and she's like. Let's name him Edward. <laughs> All of her friends are like, yeah. It's, See, it's and that's, twi- that's... Oh, sorry, uh, what were you about to say? I, I was going to say, I, I bet Twilight is Daphne's jagged little pill. You know? Yeah, like, yeah right. <laughs> she, you know, like, there is probably, she probably has a version of a Dave Coulier out there. Somewhere. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Like, that'd be so awesome if, if this guy's just like, I'm literally Edward, like, and someone else is Jacob, and they're like, these real people. And I can see it. I, that's God. just like my my big gripe with this storyline. Like, and I was like texting with Lauren about this earlier of just like how this storyline just normalizes abusive relationships to young girls even boys like like it's just showing like unhealthy relationships and they're like romanticizing these like awful awful behaviors like Mm -hmm. possessiveness stalking um abandonment abandonment um threats and like being like you know like like no trust you know in the relationship and there's like you know, even um, I don't want to call it like cheating, but um, like the more Mormon polygamy in uh, in the in the third <laughs> movie. Yeah, um, the like literal like throuple, yeah, um, which like, is nuts. Let's say like, and and it honestly goes both ways. Jacob too was like, she doesn't know what she wants. Yeah, and she just won't admit it to herself <laughs> that she loves me. You know, just like know. like that. Everything in this movie is garbage and trash. Yeah. And and the relation the the story or the you know motive behind all these relationships is garbage and I really hope that like that is one thing that like young you know adolescents who are like reading or watching this can like decipher that because I sure as hell know like every girl in my class who was reading these books like they did not see the signs <laughs> yeah. well this does not show them to you this makes and the, literally like vampires are also like this really super interesting lore anyway because they're always written as like things to be like that seduce you but also are ex- incredibly violent but still like attract you and that's exactly what edward said he was like i'm designed that you'll like be obsessed with me i was like okay like whoa and he's like you know you can't like resist me you couldn't even fight me off i was like as in what like (laughs) what do you mean you couldn't fight me off are you gonna like assault me what the fuck like it was really dark and she was like i don't want to and i was like you should (laughs) like she's like i don't care he's like yeah i don't care i was like girl stand up for yourself no i'd be like i what if i don't want you to like (laughs) the fuck there is, um, um, I, I think it's, I think it's Stephanie Mayer did re-release this book, but she 
sort of rewrote it. So like the roles were reversed. So Bella's character was played by a boy and Edward's character was played by, by, by a woman. Um, So now she is being abusive towards him. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a succubus story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, God. Well, that's no better. That shouldn't be normalized either. Like the way that, the way that, you know, Bella behaves like the running away, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, down to Florida or Air- wherever she goes to like the Arizona. ballet studio or like Arizona, she goes to Italy, she runs into the woods and like gets lost. And, you know, all these behaviors of like night terrors and not yeah. and, like isolating herself. Like, like these are, these are like signs of abuse like yeah. you're being abused and like if that those are my parents they would have sent me away into like an inpatient facility yeah. like yeah. And, they're, and they're just being like okay well i don't like edward but like i guess you're <laughs> gonna be able to you know it's stupid it's so stupid yeah and but, i'm sure this know, actually happened to a lot of girls you know yeah but and it's crazy you know um I say that and I still like Edward more than Jacob. <laughs> I know. I know, right? It's still ne- never Jacob because Jacob ends up like with the like uh with the daughter and that daughter, what is it, Renesme? What the fuck? Like Did anyone else get like pedo vibes from that? I just oh, think it's yeah, weird. Totally. Totally. Weird. She's a child. She's a literal, she, like, what is she like eight, seven? Well, she's I like a little kid. Think that she's like three or like two or three months, but she just ages at like a really fast rate. Um, Oh yeah, so she's even younger then. Yeah, and it's just I think I I sort of got the impression that like the author may have been may have displayed some self awareness and said this might come off a little weird, but um. Just the more she tried to explain it in the book, it just sounded so much worse. Like, what do you mean than how they showed it in the movie? Yeah, like there's like, well, yeah, they're like soulmates, but you know, he looks at her as like a full person. It's not just sexual. So, like, it's just like what? It, oh, that's really weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, that is weird. I, I, um, there are some parts where I just felt like I was reading the transcript to like some, you know like very seedy trial oh god um i also find it really strange that my first note of the entire first movie is okay what she's never thought about dying but would like it if it's somewhere that someone she loved was around i was like okay we're already starting fucking weird (laughs) what that's the first thing that you say is like that I think she repeats it like later on, but I was like, okay, we're getting a voiceover. And then I wrote, what? Arizona? <laughs> Her parents, wait, so I'm really confused with the mom. So the mom is like married to this other guy who's like a wannabe baseball player, but he's like old. Well, yeah. I th- think he's actually younger than she is. Oh. But um, I think that like he, it's like he got signed or something. So they had to move, but like Bella didn't want to go with them or something. Yeah, so she's like, I'll go with my dad, who I like. Ne- I see like two weeks a year. Yes, in yeah. this like random town. Also, the fact that she was like carrying that little cactus around was really weird. That we just <laughs> like, like dumb cactus. Someone, like, so I was like, what? 
okay. And then the way that her dad's just like, hey, and like they don't know each other at all. I was like, dad is hot. <laughs> it's like, Dilf. yeah, Ugh. super dope. Acts like her brother, really. I don't see like a father daughter thing. I, I'm team. actually team Charlie. I love Charlie. I yeah, I I, I do too. I I think he's great. Like I think that he has much more of a personality than we get to see. But like you know, I, he, I, in the books, does he have more of a personality? I mean, he's kind of the same. You know, just like all right, yeah. It's uh, I got you a truck. <laughs> yeah that was my other note was like she's so into this old truck it's like very alarming <laughs> like when they pull up and like I, you see jacob in this like awful shake and go wig like also oh a lot God, of people had like it. it was bad it was super bad and i was like i feel like you can grow your hair out why didn't you get someone to grow their hair out like it would have looked i feel like so much more it's authentic. not that hard <laughs> like, no <laughs> Yeah, not at all. I love the guy who plays his dad. Is it his dad? The one who's friends oh, with yeah, like yeah. Charlie and stuff. I like him. He is in Animal Kingdom, that show I really like a lot. He's like one of the detectives. Oh, okay. He's also in something else too. But yeah, I like him. He's really cool. I did um kind of want to know more about him and Charlie's relationship because I think they're supposed to be like really close friends. We get these like very like small s- snippets of them to gathering it's just like really like you know like punny and just you know like adorable and i just kind of want yeah, to I, know more about i feel them. like if this was uh yeah i feel like if this was a tv show we'd get like it would cut to like the scene of like charlie yeah because like, we wouldn't know what was happening with him too it wouldn't just be like a movie where we're only focused on on uh bella yeah i love how they're like she's italian <laughs> we're making italian <laughs> Like, that's, that's so stupid. Oh Fort god. Washington is literally like the last thing I think of when I think of Italian. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> so funny. Um god, Errol Anna Kendrick again, of course being so annoying. I actually um, so annoying. I actually didn't mind her character in this movie that much. Like, I mean, you know, she's plays the same character she always plays, but um, I, I, I don't know. She, I, she, I, I didn't hate her. Um, yeah, I mean, no. yeah, I just find her annoying, but I can, I mean, I can see that she serves her purpose for mm. this kind of movie. It seemed kind of out of place the way she was acting. I was like, this isn't Mean Girls. Mean Girls was four years ago. <laughs> so like, <laughs> why are you acting like you're in the cafeteria in Mean Girls? You're not. <laughs> this but is, I also it's moody. Just to like play her side for a second, I do feel like every high school has an Anna Kendrick character, a Jessica. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Oh, it's also weird that she'd be friends with Bella though. I'm like, they would not yeah. be friends, like at all. Well, I, the way I see it is like if you think of like their small little like social circle, if you really think about just like high school dynamics, of course, Jessica is going to be it's kind of like keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer because Mike had a thing for Bella and that made Jessica very, very jealous. I cannot believe I'm saying this unrecorded. <laughs> I have to say for a second, I have to say for people who are like still listening, I... <laughs> I didn't want to record this because I knew so much about this, but I I had to prove to the world um, that this is garbage, garbage, trashy trash. (laughs) 
This is the equivalent of us talking about 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God. It's just like Um, the equivalent of watching like Love Island. It's like watching this show. It's like literally makes you like just super duh every time you watch it. That I, like talking about this movie is like purely for comedic purposes. <laughs> yeah, um, everything is alleged. <laughs> Every, like, I should put like a disclaimer: everything in this episode is like complete bullshit. So like, don't <laughs> listen to any of it. I just um, like really hope like like no no music fans who are like wow she has such a way with words she has class she has culture. Not that anyone actually thinks those things, but like, and then they hear this and. <laughs> They're like, God, she knows a lot about Edward. (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell you, I have like, I don't know how this happened. Um, I like made like one comp. I think it's because I always liked the soundtracks. The soundtracks were great. Even when like, even when you could not talk about like ever seeing, like there was a, after the movies blew up, like if you talked about Twilight, you're a fucking loser. Like, like no one wants to hear it. And really? so I wouldn't say it. Oh yeah, there was like definitely like an era, like and you're like growing up, and you're like, oh yeah, that's not cool. Don't talk about it. But I always loved the soundtracks, and I'd always like, I like I still to this day like I'll listen to the soundtracks because they're so good. Um, but like when TikTok kind of like did a revival of yeah. of like kind of making memes out of Twilight, and so I jumped on the bandwagon pretty quickly, <laughs> sending it to people, and now. All of my friends on TikTok, they will not stop sending me Twilight things because I sent it like once. And now they all think I'm this like huge fan, um, which like, hey, maybe there's some truth into that. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm just not admitting it to myself. Um, don't deny but... it, Jules. You're literally on a <laughs> podcast right now talking about Twilight. She, so this is the bottom. She know what she wants. She just won't admit it. <laughs> Well, speaking of not knowing what the fuck's going on, let's talk about this intro in the classroom when they first see each other. What the fuck is going on here? The music is so funny. It's like... <laughs> bam, 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 why wasn't sunny? And he wasn't sparkling like in the class. Well, wasn't I, it like sunny in the class? Well, I think that it was more like flat light. I think he has, they have to be hit by direct sunlight. Or oh, sparkle. direct sunlight. Sparkle, <laughs> God. Sparkle. Yeah, why the fuck did she make them sparkle? Has she ever answered that question? Um, I, th- I, th- I think they sparkled in her dream or something. Oh, God. Girl, <laughs> um, they should have workshopped like, that, too. But the, <laughs> the, the thing is, like, the sparkle effect isn't really all that dr- dr- dramatic. Like, it's, you know, it's, like, no. kind of, like, s- s- set on dim, you know? So, like, you <laughs> it know, looks like he, sweat. I was like, what's yeah. wrong with that? It looks like he's wet. That's all it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, Weird. it's, like, it's like not that impressive or, like, you know, suspicious. So, yeah. Like, I didn't think, yeah, I, I feel the same way. So she, like, walks in front of this fan, and they're in, like, science class or whatever. So is it, like, her scent that he smells? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I But think it's so. just weird. Like, I guess, are we supposed to know that? I mean, I think not at that moment. All, all, all we know is that he just you know, kind of... <laughs> Act like she so funny. He, like <laughs> his face, like totally like contorts, and just like it's so weird. And then the way he's there's the a, way she's like looking at him, like hey, like what's up? And he's like, there's a moment <laughs> where she like sniffs herself. Yeah, it's 
And he's like staring at her, and I'm like, oh my god, this is probably when they were like, okay, listen, Robert, um, we need to sit you down. You know, you're this isn't working out. You need to either (laughs) not look constipated all the time, or like smile at least at least twice, and you can keep your job. And that's what he did. I think after he, that scene, I think they I think had they like <laughs> No, I think it was after that hospital scene where he was like, <laughs> No, I'm never gonna tell you anything. And she's like, What? Like, what's going on? She honestly seemed a little confused. Like it looked like it was Kristen Stewart saying to Robert Pattinson, like, what the fuck are you doing right now? <laughs> Aren't you going off script <laughs> or what? <laughs> like, and he was just like, um, you know, um, I shouldn't have saved you. And she's and then she's like, What? And then he's like, you know what? I wasn't, I was right next to you. I mean, I wasn't across the lot, like you're fucking crazy. I was like, now he's gaslighting her. What the fuck? And she's like, huh? But I could have <laughs> sworn you were literally across the way. He's like, No, that's just because you're crazy. And she's like, He's not gonna let this go, are you? <laughs> she's like, No, I'm not. And he's like, I hope you like in disappointment. <laughs> just like walks away. I was like, the fuck it's so weird and also i love how his family like she overhears his family very much like our roswell recap that's going to be on patreon this week but he just goes like maybe we shouldn't have saved her i was like this is like (laughs) roswell where like max never should have like saved liz parker and this whole thing wouldn't have happened and they would have just been like back in their normal lives you know um it also is weird that they choose to repeat high school which I think she mentions. Yeah, well, there's that scene when she goes over to their house and she sees like all of their graduation caps that yeah. like accumulate over like you know I guess like you know six like sixty plus years of them like repeating high school over and over again <laughs> in different towns or what? Like this is made in each town because you're not in the same town. Yeah, I mean, everyone would know because like didn't they say that like before they came to Forks, Washington, they all lived in Alaska mm-hmm. or something? And so I mean. I guess you can only roam around Alaska for so long before you run out of places. <laughs> like, I guess. Um, like, right? I, un- I understand that this is like fictional, but like when I see that, I have such a hard time staying in it because I'm like, okay, but what about their birth certificates? What about their social security numbers? Like, uh-huh. how does this work? Like, how? Are like, they, they just registered at the school? Like, yeah like, it's like how do they do this like what what are the logistics i don't get it <laughs> are they actually on the team the baseball team at school or they just do this <laughs> like <laughs> they just do this vampire baseball thing when it's about to storm is that like, just like what like all things to do during a th- thunderstorm playing baseball is not the first thing that comes to mind and like into it like <laughs> edward has on the pinstripes i was like what <laughs> He does. I was like, and so does like Nikki Reed also has very interesting Rosalie. She has mm. very interesting fashion choices throughout this entire thing. Like, girl, what did they put you in? I don't know what was going on with half the shit she was wearing. It was very haphazard, <laughs> I have to say. Daddy calling them on point though, <laughs> all the time. I don't know why, but I think um, Supermassive Black Hole playing while they're doing it is, like, so funny. I don't know why. I just think it's so funny that, like, they choose, like, Muse, and it's like, yeah, like, we're going to play some baseball. I know, yeah. It's, like, so intense. It's um, just so weird. I like to watch a lot of ice skating, and the, the, like, um, and they recently allowed, like, skaters to, like, skate to songs with, like, 
lyrics in them and like oh, almost yeah. every other person's fucking skates to muse it is like infuriating <gasps> like Mu- like like what muse the- is like the new swan lake it's like insane really yeah <laughs> like, with the lyrics in what with the lyrics in oh, like yeah, music yeah, yeah, with yeah. lyrics not just the, the music wow that's so that's funny. really funny <laughs> i wonder why maybe because like sometimes like muse gets super theatrical like like yeah. muse is kind of like and i i don't dislike like i liked that record back in the day like when like ninth grade when i i think it was like eight or ninth grade Absolution. when these movies came out um i forget i even forget what it, it's like they're like on a like orange desert planet um oh i think yeah, i think it was called supermassive yeah. black hole is that what it's I called think. or supermassive yeah, or something like that but like they're kind of a wannabe Radiohead in a way. Like his vocals are like definitely influenced by Tom York. Mm. Um, I'm like kind of surprised right? that like Ice Skaters wouldn't want to do something to like Radiohead because that'd be kind of yeah, dope. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, well, um, the songs of of choice this season seems to be a lot of Muse and a lot of uh, Ghost the Musical from Broadway, which is like adapted oh. from the 1990 movie with Patrick Swayze. Um, oh, that's weird. And um, of course, there's like always like Harmon and Swan Lake, and you know, like um, you know, like like you know, like Shahrazade. So um, and like, um, was it Bolero? Yeah, 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 Bolero. Yeah, that's another one that's really popular. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, but so I actually don't really know that much about Muse. Like, all I know is that it was Stephanie Mayer's like favorite band. Um, Not Paramore. She uses Paramore a lot. No, well, I, I think yeah. she specifically said in interviews that Muse is like her favorite band. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, least. I re- She like wrote. She like wrote a lot of Twilight listening to Muse. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Um, I always write like Bella's normie friends are weird that she just like pops in and out of when she wants to like hang out with them, but she doesn't like. <laughs> it's just kind of weird that like all of a sudden she's with Edward and then she just not doesn't have friends anymore. And then That's like step one of isolation, like the isolation <laughs> yeah. process of an abusive relationship. <laughs> and I also love that he goes up. Edward says like, you know, I'm not like a, I'm not a bad, I'm not the bad, I'm the bad guy. I'm not a superhero. And I find that funny that he's Batman. No, <laughs> 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 well, that was kind of cool. Um, and okay. So when she's like, when Bella's like, I have to find out this book because I need to find out about like, I guess she like kind of puts clues together, like what he might be. So she goes to that bookstore in town and those guys start harassing her that was really upsetting i hate yeah. seeing oh like, yeah any scenes like is, that is that the scene where edward like some screeching around <laughs> the corner of his car <laughs> like, like tears he, around the he corner growls. yeah he literally yeah. Like, like growls at them and then they leave <laughs> it was the only time that i liked edward like, <laughs> that i was okay with his actions but it was actually in a weirdo possessive way because it was like no one can hurt you no one can touch you and he's like driving <laughs> i'm like what i'm like okay that's i mean thanks but also yeah, they go to just, dinner like, stalking her all afternoon yeah how were you here and he's like i don't know i was just around i was like were you though because you can't drive the car any faster you can run faster, but you can't drive the car any faster. Like, you can't teleport. God. I love that every time, like, she's, like, with her friends doing, like, dress shopping or whatever, and he, like, takes her. And every time, like, they see him, like, they all, all the friends are like, oh, my God, Bella, where were you? We were so worried. And then he's like, hey, sorry, she was with me. And they're like, huh. 
oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's cool. And then she's like, oh, I want to make sure she gets something to eat. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I also wrote this dinner was really intense when he like all of a sudden starts like reading everyone's mind, but she doesn't know you're a vampire yet. And he's like, I can read these people's minds. I was like, so does she think he's like psychic at first? Is that what she thinks? Like, I do. I do have to say the part where he's like, sex, money, sex, cat. <laughs> and it's like this like motorcycle guy, like smiling and mad, like, uh-huh. about cat. And I was like, okay, that was pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. Um, I also wondered if she was vegetarian because she ordered a mushroom ravioli at this dinner <laughs> because I don't know anyone that would voluntarily unless I, they were vegetarian. I mean, I think like he was just like very kind of, you know, like just being like, Bella, you have to eat. And she was just like, all right, I'll just order something. She pointed to something on the menu and have to be mushroom ravioli. So. <laughs> I know that's what it seemed like it's and also this very much seems like 50 shades too it's like it was based on twilight was it because I was like this is based in the same area like it's also in like Seattle I think isn't 50 shades I'm pretty sure yeah I'm pretty sure 50 shades was written as like um, an adult twilight really an adult twilight yeah i'm pretty sure oh wow yeah i just i think it was just the locale obviously i think the other one is in the city and this one isn't but yeah i remember it. i was like oh this is like seattle like or like washington state like the other movie too that's kind of funny so i have a question for everyone uh-huh who is your who is your favorite character it doesn't have to be a main character who's your favorite character um like on the real 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 i think it's jasper hot i really like jasper um i do like i really like, Colin, but... yeah i really like alice yeah i do, too. I do think oh, she's yeah, cool yeah yeah i think like staying into the future would be cool um and <laughs> I like, like i love my my, <laughs> my my dilf charlie is is pretty cool too yeah yeah i do like him um Who's your favorite, Charles? Uh, I, 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 is it Edward? <laughs> it's Edward. I'm going to have to say Edward. Oh, there it is. There it is, man. I have, like, unmatched people on Twitter because they didn't remind me of Edward Cullen. So, like... <laughs> At least no one here said Jacob, so it's okay. <laughs> if someone said Jacob, I'd be like, no. Uh, there's no way. Like, there's no way. <laughs> it's so... Also, I really like Dakota Fanning. She would be, like, an honorable mention. Mm. Um, I like her, like, evil kind of ways. She I, reminds me um, of Faith from Buffy. I, um, I really, um, I really enjoyed that. This is, like, skipping way far ahead, but I really enjoyed that, like, battle scene that took place at, like, the end of Breaking Dawn, just because... The one that was fake? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was so mad. I was like, no! I was like texting Jules as I was watching, and I was like, no, Daddy Cullen! <laughs> no! And you were like, wait, what? And then I was like, then I think like, you know, 20 minutes later, I was like, fuck, it was a vision. Because <laughs> like, it went on for like 15 minutes. Like, it was a full on, like, other scene. It wasn't like a quick I know. thing. And I was like, I know. No! <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, oh my God. Um, okay, so let's also talk cool. about... Oh, yeah. What's up? 
Oh, I was just about to say, like, going back to Dakota Fanning, what's kind of cool is um, I forget which movie it is. I think it's um, New Moon. Um, that's when they started filming The Runaways. And The Runaways was actually oh. like the first like K-Stu movie I saw where I was like, damn, she's an excellent actress. Um, oh, so they were in that together. And, like, both the, yeah, they're both. In, oh, my God. It's incredible. Like, that's probably one of my favorite movies is The Runaways. That's like such a good movie. Um, I plus i like love the runaways it. yeah the oh, runaways are so dope good. i have to see it that's on my list to see yeah I, one of those later movies it. i haven't seen i really loved her in i am sam like oh i know <laughs> me too. She was just so adorable she was so cute yeah she was yeah. so little she was like five or something she was so small she was really good though mm-hmm. like just her acting at, at that age she was really good um i want to talk about the discovery and reveal scene where they're like in the woods. I think this is when this is when he like tells her kind of everything. Like, you want to know who I am. Is this when like, he, is this when he takes her to like that clearing and mm-hmm. like shows himself sparkle for the first time? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sparkle, Neely, sparkle. Sparkle, Neely. <laughs> um, and then this is also when he gives that really hot romantic speech about like you know i'm designed to make you obsessed with me and like i can literally do whatever i want with you and i kind of choose not to but i'm still gonna kind of be here to like tease you this entire time and she's like i want you i want you so bad buy me edward <laughs> like, it's like, i was like damn girl i was like she definitely to call back uh jules she is thirsty she's real thirsty now she 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 is like she is like just out of a divorce thirsty like you know like you know like you know she is like 44 and she works in the salon for 16 hours a day and I have no idea where I'm going with this. I, I'm and she's at happy to, uh, hour with her girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And she sees this guy at the end of the bar and she totally talks to him. And then she tells her friends, don't wait up. And she leaves. <laughs> that's, that's totally what happens. She, it's like a sex in the city episode. She, she walks up to a man and she licks her <laughs> finger and she wipes, wipes it, wipes it on his shirt. And she says, let's get you out of these wet clothes. <laughs> <laughs> the girl ever said that actually bella would actually say that to <laughs> edward so for sure she is like and this also is proven during that first like first official kiss scene in her fucking room she's like stronger than he is <laughs> and of course he like goes flying backwards and that's in the first movie right he goes yeah, like, yeah, flying yeah. backwards and then he's like oh my god you're really strong she's like sorry <laughs> i'm like <laughs> obsessed with you <laughs> I was like, geez, man. They're like, I was like, okay. I also forgot that his, uh, when he got turned, it was 1918. I think I didn't remember that until I watched this again. So I, what's his backstory again? Um, like That was, was like a really hot scene where like Carlisle bit him. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's like the most homoerotic this movie ever gets. That is true. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> wait, that's gonna, why? Are they? Yeah, that that's true. I forgot about that. That was like the only time. Yeah, ba- basically he um he gets like the Spanish influenza, and um like Carlisle thinks he has a lot to offer and like doesn't want him to die, so he saves him in okay. the hospital. And, and that's the only time that he turns them, right? It's, like, when there's, like, no other choice because they're yeah, going to die. Like, like, the one, like, thing that I think is sad is, like, Rosalie's story. Oh, my God. She was, like, she she was was like, like I really wish. Yeah, she's she is getting raped. And, like, um, 
she was like, I really wish like I would have just died. Carlisle thought he was helping, but like, yeah. believe me, I didn't want to, I didn't want this life. Like I wanted to die. Yeah. And, but she does. I love how theatrical she gets. Um, mm-hmm. Like she like, she kills one by one of like everyone who hurt her. And then yeah. she left her ex-husband for last and like murdered him in her wedding dress. And I was like, damn. Yeah. It's so, like some crow shit. That was like so bad. Yeah, so, like, yeah it was. Totally. I kind of need a Tarantino movie about that. <laughs> about like Rosalie. I need him to come in and be like, all right, I'm taking Rosalie and like I'm making another Kill Bill. <laughs> She's going to be in like Kill Bill Volume 3. I um, would so watch that. Yeah. Okay. I was like, if you're out there, Quentin Tarantino, like listening, like make that. Make that be your 10th movie. Yeah. It could be like Kill Bill Volume 3 with Come Rosalie and Twilight. That would actually be insane. Um, and yeah, now that he tells her, after like uh Edward finally like reveals to Bella like what's going on, she's obviously like even more into him now and just like wants to be like a vampire. He's like outside her car and doing all this like weird like fuck shit now that she knows. And it's kind of weird. Like, I was like, oh, okay. But you're like, I don't know. It's like this oh, weird, yeah, like, like jumping, jumping on his car, yeah. like jumping on her car, and like fixing the dent and stuff. Yeah, like it, it's kind of weird. And then he's like, "Hey, come to dinner uh, at my house." And then I wrote that that whole dinner thing was so weird. And it's just weird how she's always with them. Like even throughout the movies before she's turned, she's just like always at their house. Like yeah, just there. It's I don't know. I I found it kind of weird. It's also just weird. I think it's cult indoctrination. <laughs> it is very well it's like weird because they like don't they like treat her very like kind of like um almost like a child at the same time like there's this weird thing where they always like pick her up and carry her places and it's just like it's really weird (laughs) hold on spider monkey (laughs) i was just thinking about that i was like i i think i was watching like the because i watched all of them i didn't watch like the breaking dawn shit because i'm like okay i can't even get through the third movie because like they're bad but um the like i was on the third movie and i was like why are they carrying her all the time because she can't run as fast as them right is it because they're like vampires? They move so fast. Yeah, but it's like very infantilizing of Bella. Yeah, it yeah. is weird. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny that she's just like, oh, that's okay, I already ate. And then like Nikki Reed breaks that bowl. <laughs> like, fuck! Well, why the hell am I making this salad? <laughs> Reminds <laughs> me of that Buffy moment where like Andrew like is making that cake and he's like, where have you been? This funnel cake is kicking my ass. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Um, so now that Charles is on the line, uh, we I've been saying to Jules how she needs to watch Buffy. You need to watch Buffy. Yeah, it's good. Like, I do. I think good. you'll like it. If you like Twilight, like th- it's like a real vampire, a really in-depth vampire story, but it's cool. It's very cool, but yeah. I think you'll like it. Um, Because this reminds me of, like, Buffy Angel vibes. Like I was saying earlier, this reminds me of, like, Roswell, um, Liz Parker, Max Evans vibes. Any kind of, like, that, like, unrequited love for so long that they drag out Mm -hmm. for so... Like, this movie dragged. They could have... They definitely could have turned her by the end of one. And I can't believe they didn't turn her until, like, what, end of four? Yeah, because... I think... Because what was it the Volturi like gave him like a like a like an expiration date or something right that she had to be turned by or something like yeah, like the was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah expiration date 
Yeah, it's true. But but then she but then she had to be turned because of the baby. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, because otherwise she was gonna die because this baby was like craving blood. So her as a human had to like drink blood. Oh god, that was but then she was like into it. That was gross. Yeah, I I was like, I can't with this. Yeah, that was gross. This is too much. I mean, um sure they didn't. I'm sure Kristen Stewart wasn't drinking actual blood. Oh no, but even still, uh, you know the like (laughs) thought of it. Um, I also like those three random vampires who come and like, you know, gum up the works in the first uh, movie. They're like the low level villains. They're oh, like, yeah. who are these? Oh, who are these vampires? Laurent, James and Victoria. James is hot. What is that? Cam something? Is oh, that he was he was in uh, he was in the OC. Oh, was he? Oh, OK. Who was he? In the yeah, OC? I'm pretty sure. Um, he played, um, the dude once. He's not the he guy played... who punched him and said, welcome to the OC, no, bitch. <laughs> no, no. So, like, Marissa, Marissa in the OC starts, like, dating this bad boy from public school when she goes oh, to public no. school. Not and, public um, school. I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting his name in the OC. Um, but. I need to watch uh, that. Me and Charles were talking about that. Volchuk. He played Volchuk. Cam Gidget. Yeah. Also, Jasper um was also in the OC for a little bit. Oh, the, uh, the OC is something that I have to like officially start because I've watched it, oh but like God. ages ago. So see, I need to see what that's about. I I am shamelessly an OC fan. We'll always um. <laughs> We'll always rep the OC. So when you're ready, Lauren, let me know. <laughs> this is literally what happened with Twilight. Like both Everyone, of you were just like, you're watching Twilight. Like I didn't even say, I don't even know why. No one told me to. I was like, I'm just gonna watch Twilight. Like fuck it. And then both of you were like, oh my god, yes, <laughs> we have to do an episode. I was like, oh, we need an emergency episode because like I, I just need to get this all out. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, it's just also I have my other big question: How the fuck are they so rich? the collins like this house <laughs> yeah. i was like why don't they turn her they go to phoenix because james is like hunting her now james i guess yeah low-level villain you kind of know like the outs of him but it's also weird too that the way you kill them but is by like ripping their limbs apart yeah it's pretty intense and the head thing like, yeah pop their head off that's very weird i thought that burn. was weird yeah. i gotta, like burn their limbs i guess there's sort of supposed to be like living marble statues or something and like you know they you know marble doesn't tear it like cracks or i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's very weird i found that really weird it was way easier in other movies where there's like a stake to the heart or like whatever and i was like this is so complicated like, how are you killing yeah. anyone this way? Um, so when she goes to Phoenix and, like, James lures her to that ballet studio and all hell breaks loose, that was a really cool scene, which we learned that they filmed first, which is really interesting. Um, I like that he actually, uh, James actually got to, like, bite her. Like, oh, bite Bella. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was actually pretty cool. That, like, it because I thought for so long, I thought she'd be, like, tainted now because another vampire, like, bit her. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, like, when Edward had to, like, suck the venom out, and, of course, like, he, like, almost didn't stop. Um, yeah. Daddy Cullen has got, like, literal... Uh, he has, like, such willpower. 
the fact that he's just like running around with like blood all over him like and totally not like tripping out like in the next movie when they like one drop of blood because of a paper cut and like fucking jasper just like (laughs) goes rabid like literally like it's so nuts that he's just like oh no i'm used to it like i'm super amazing he's just like amazing i just love him (laughs) i love him um okay let's talk about this prom dance i have problems with this venue is this someone's <sighs> house or what like how come no one's dancing in the same place <laughs> like I, why are they outside <laughs> i i sort of thought it kind of looked like a country club maybe or something maybe it was weird the location was weird that's what like small a lot of small like country um schools will do that like when oh, i was sense, in I I never went to like my prom like when I went to like a tiny school because I was like fuck this but they like definitely did it in like a like in a different venue like not at the school. Oh that's cool though it just looks it just looks so different I guess for like what I was used to. I was like this looks like something. It definitely house. looks weird. Yeah it looks yeah. like a house party. Yeah. I was like is this yeah. the after party? Like I thought it was the after party not the actual prom. So I didn't see teachers there. It's usually in like a Maybe it was an after party. Oh, yeah, they were like doing the pictures and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they had the pictures, the Monte Carlo, the gambling. That was kind of cool. That that was their, like, that was their theme, which is kind of funny. Um, and then oh, the Iron and Wine song. Oh God! Con- <laughs> <laughs> the Converse and the leggings so, that she has under that purple dress. So and there, her boots. So there are very few scenes that make me cry in movies. One of which is this one. Another what? of which is when is when is at the end of Miracle, which is about the 1980 U.S. hockey team when they beat the Soviet Union, and it's just <laughs> it's I lose it every single time. And then another is at the end of Brokeback Mountain when I was once watching it. And, oh my god! And I, I lose it. I was like crying so hard that my dog, who is who was sleeping at the end of the, the sofa, got up, um, like, um, walked away, and before he left the room, he, like, turned back and looked at me as if to say, you should look at yourself. Like, <laughs> you should really look at yourself. And for some, I don't know why, but for some reason, this scene is in, like, that pan- pantheon of scenes that just make me lose it. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, because, that's really crazy. Because I, I just lose it when, like... Bella says, I dream about being with you forever. And Edward says, forever. And then he bends over and he kisses her, like, neck. And then he Uh, he says, is it not enough to have a long, happy life with me? Ah! (laughs) I literally just wrote, you fucking pussy, fighter. I was like, I can't with this anymore, fucking fighter. And how come no one else is dancing? I was like, wait. I was like, she's begging and, like, sounds like she's, like, fucking having an orgasm on the dance floor is no one else seeing this <laughs> no, there's no one around they're all inside i guess i was like how is this happening like just outside it's just really funny oh god but oh god i just i just love the decor and i love her dress and i love what he's wearing and i just love I, I i don't love that song but it's 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 like fine you know and so <laughs> that was her suggestion apparently really to her, iron and wine yeah i was like yeah, that's, see that's, that's that tracks <laughs> <laughs> totally that's tracked. so funny because like i i i mean i think maybe when i first saw that scene i like did have like an emotional reaction to it but um i think it's just because of the song yeah um it's a for good some one. reason the, the prom scene like makes me like 
uncomfortable and i don't know why really maybe because it's just like so it's so sappy like like and i love sappy like don't get me wrong like at the end of moulin rouge when uh, nicole kidman dies you know for a fact i am sobbing on the couch (laughs) but um but i didn't get that with this one or at least not like my rewatch with it but um but the Iron and Wine song, I really, really love. I think yeah. that's a beautiful song. It was really cute. I, I did find it pretty cute. I was like, oh, they're going to be together. And then I love how, like, the end, like, you see them dancing in that little, like, gazebo thing. And then it, like, pans up. And you see this woman, like, with red hair in the, in the uh, like, house, like, above it. And then she, like, walks down the stairs. And it was, like, credits. I was like, oh, this felt like a soap opera. <laughs> like, the way they yeah. ended, it was so, like, I was like, oh, it felt like a TV show. Like I was like, Ooh, then like Radiohead week. starts playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I wrote like step looking down the steps to Radiohead and credits. And then was she replaced in season three with Bryce Dallas Howard? Because that's not Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, because yeah, she's she's the one who plays Victoria when she's like in the Honestly, story. I was upset. I was upset that they um they switched her out. Yeah, I thought it was weird. I was like, are we supposed to not notice that? It's because I know what the other girl looks like. Yeah. Oh, I guess this was another behind the scenes that I forgot. Um, for New Moon, they were actually going to have um someone else play Jacob. Why? Yeah, let's talk about they, New Moon. Maybe they should have done that because <sighs> Jacob is probably the worst actor out of all of them. He is. I hate to say, it's New Moon was bad. <laughs> I thought it was not. New my Moon favorite. has the best soundtrack. It has the yeah. best soundtrack though. All the songs are so good. <laughs> I find it but also th- really weird, this movie. It's, I mean, it's, it's like a, this is like the movie, like New Moon is like the movie where you really see like the after effects of like an abusive relationship. Mm. And it like once again is romanticized, but the abandonment, the gaslighting, yeah. you know, the, um, like she he's so worried about her protection but where does where does she get hurt in his house like and you really like see the like just like the after effects of like what this relationship has done to her but you know when they play leaky lee uh possibilities i love that scene (laughs) i love when they're showing like all the different seasons and i'm like been there girl yeah god and then her sitting in his lunch spot (laughs) <laughs> like oh, they all God. look over at her and she's like sitting in his lunch spot at the lunch table. Oh goodness. And he just appears yeah, everywhere. The guy, the guy who was supposed to um be yeah, recasted as Jacob, his name is Michael Coppen. I hope I'm saying that right, Copen. Wait, um, so what happened with that? Why was that? Um, I don't I think they like I, I don't know the story behind it, but they were definitely going to recast him. But um, I think it kind of blew up before filming and they're like, okay, I guess we're going to keep him. That's really weird. Did he have like a big fan base? I mean, I always heard about Edward, but I never heard about people like really liking Jacob. I All, all he was in was in like Lava Girl and Shark Boy. I met a Jacob fan once. <laughs> um, Uh-oh. And, and, I already got back because somebody gave me two stars on Apple Podcasts, so I'm about to get like a whole <laughs> bunch of like one star. So all right, and I'm, I'll, I'm prepared, I'll you know, I'll, I'll say about this person is he also thought that Wes Anderson was okay. So oh, who would have fucking guessed? <laughs> of course, okay. 
I have a um this is this is what's gonna really give you um one star. I have a theory that Uh-oh. um <laughs> that Jacob fans are anti-vaxxers and oh, Edward fans. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no. Oh god. Just kidding, guys. This is this is just a bad take. This is Comedy. a hot take. <laughs> this and- is literally <laughs> going to be like a lost episode yeah i was like this is all getting cut and when you guys hear it you're gonna be like wait so like none of the shit we said was in the episode it was like 20 minutes and we talked for like two hours (laughs) yeah and you 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 know what jacob fans also do they like love to brush their teeth and then drink orange juice and be like this tastes great Oh man! Oh my god! I I feel like it's like the 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 Jacob fans are the ones that like played like basketball or sports in high school, and then the Edward fans were in like theater. Yeah, yeah. that's a pretty good. I assessment. feel like yeah, I feel like that's like the realistic assessment. <laughs> he's just so like the thing is is that it has nothing to do with i guess i don't i think it might have to do with uh like taylor lautner's portrayal of jacob how is jacob in the book let's put it this way in the book did you picture him differently um and this was not really like what you were like this is not who i thought like i mean for most of i mean he's just kind of a background character in twilight and for like most of new moon i thought he was fine just because like this like edward situation was like so emotional and you're like going through it with bella and you're like oh thank god she has a friend but mm-hmm. like then it just like i don't know it just it, it, it starts to feel really uncomfortable and just kind of like i don't know just like just like you know like like you you know how sometimes you like um you like go into like a five guys and you just feel like really greasy afterward and you like take a shower, <laughs> but you still feel greasy. That's kind of how like Jacob's character felt to me. So <laughs> <laughs> he definitely, and then it's also weird that he was like all jacked and she was like, wow, you're like huge. Like when he like pulled the dirt bike, like out of the car and she's like, wow, you're like super jacked now. And he's like, yeah. And then he just disappears, has short hair, no shirt. I was like, what? what's going on like what was he doing and he's like everyone also there are different scenes where they're completely soaking wet and like then the next scene they're dry and i'm like this continuity is terrible (laughs) like at one point it's in the first uh first uh movie i think that edward's like soaking wet and then you see him again and he's like dry talking to her and i was like he was soaking wet (laughs) there's just this one scene in i think it's an eclipse and like I think this is like when I had to turn the movie off. Um, like like Jacob's just like walking with Bella. They're like going up this like trail or something, and he goes, "Yeah, you know, I let Sam be alpha." And she's like, "What? Like you you let Sam be alpha? Like you're gonna be alpha?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Dude." <laughs> Like, like there's nothing alpha about this character like no. he's just so he's just so like corny i i like can't i can't oh he's he's so cringy this whole movie is so cringy he, he is really cringy I, love like, it. The, <laughs> I also charles did you hear when they were in class watching the old romeo and juliet first of all i want to know why you were not watching the leo claire danes one because this was 2008 or 2009 were they like that movie were they like watching the Zeffirelli one? 
Uh huh. And then the very first quote of New Moon is that Romeo and Juliet quote where it's like, these violent delights have violent ends. And I was like, oh, Jesus, here we go. I say the exact same thing when I order Eggs Benedict. (laughs) (laughs) Violent delights have violent ends. I also think it's really funny that when she turns 18 and it's her birthday, and Edward like comes up to her and he's like, hey, like, happy birthday. And she's like, what's great about it? It reminds me of that scene from Rebel Without a Cause. Um, where Natalie Wood is just like, what? Who lives? Whatever. And she's like, super whatever. <laughs> and that's totally what Bella's doing. She's like complaining about aging. She's like, I'm getting older. One more year. I mean, that doesn't mean anything to you, does it? I'm going to be old. And Grandma, you're not going to want me. Turn me. Turn me now. <laughs> like, I'm like, bitch, you are 18. Like, come back to me when you are in your 30s. Like, she does not understand the struggle. She is 18. <laughs> no, but then she's gonna. she can't be with a 17 year old and get turned at 30 <laughs> be like dating him. <laughs> she has to be turned right now because they look the same age it'll be weirder if she gets old and he's like young and she's like the grandma <laughs> i love it he's like no i want you to age i was like this feels 50 shades this feels weird I mean, like, he's I mean, into like not doing it for her i'm like can't she go somewhere else and get someone else to turn her can't she like get one of the other colin people to be like yo just turn me honestly i won't say anything just do it yeah <laughs> i would i'd be gonna like nikki reed or like one of the girls be like yo just turn me like just don't tell the guys like, just fucking turn me like we'll just say it happens some other place <laughs> and then she just shows up he would really be mad then if it was like one <laughs> yeah. of the sisters he would like lose it <laughs> oh god so anyway so they're watching this in class and someone says oh i hate being celibate like as they're watching this. Oh my god! Did you not hear that? I, I did not hear that. I heard that. <laughs> I'm, gonna look, I'm gonna have to like find it because I swear I fucking heard that, and I was like, "Is that Bella?" I was like, "Is she saying that?" What the fuck? Um, yeah, I found that really funny. Also, That's I had hilarious. a question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought it was really funny. I had a question too that if vampires ever ever celebrated birthdays or sire days, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. like. Did they- do they, yeah, do they celebrate? <laughs> like, I, that's what I wanted to know. That's I, a good question. I, I wondered, know. yeah, if they did. Um, I wrote that blood drop on the carpet. Good God. <laughs> that's <was> pretty <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and they're like, Jasper? No. Jasper? And they both, like, face off. And I was like, yep, that's right. That motherfucker got that part. He was getting all that money. And he, like, dove. And totally knocked her out that's of the like- way. That's like when I like drop food on the kitchen floor and my dog sees it. You, know? <laughs> you only have like a short amount of time to get it. It's <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, the whole like thinly veiled excuse. The reason that he has to leave is because daddy Colin's supposed to be 10 years older and people are starting to notice. I was like, you're just worrying about this now. Like, yeah, like I don't get it. When, how? What about the graduations? Like, what other towns were those? They keep the hats? I guess. Like, <laughs> it's really weird. And then I wrote, oh my god, he leaves. That whole scene was really insane. I wrote, what? He's leaving for what? Tells her, don't be reckless. I thought he was going to be like, don't fall in love with anyone else. I'll know if you do. <laughs> and I was like, jeez. He's like got a hold on her. This is terrible. There's there's like that... Isn't there a part, part of the movie when she like has this flashback to when like she broke her leg back in the first movie and like, mm-hmm. like the, the doctor says, well, the good thing is that it's a clean break, you know? And 
um, and um, then oh god, it's just like it's just like it's just like so devastating to watch. It's like it's really sad. Yeah, that awkward date she has with Jacob and that guy that likes her at the movies, and then I, he grabs her hand. She's like, he's like, what? I can't hold your hand now. I was like, dude, you are so cringe. Get the fuck out of here. Just leave. Yeah, he's so cringy. He he also says something that I just like is so cringy. He's like, "Well, maybe you need to go to the hospital. Do you want me to put you in the hospital?" Yeah. And I'm like, sit down, sit down, child. Yeah, what the fuck? I yeah, I, I didn't know. I was just like, no, 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 no. It's so weird. Also, uh, Jules, you were right because Robert Pattinson in 2019 said that this soundtrack he thought was ahead of its time. <laughs> oh (laughs) it was seriously like like honestly um like i'm talking a lot of shit tonight but the reason why i like these series so much is the soundtracks i think they're so good the first three are killer like i still listen to them this day and i'm like yeah that's a good song well and that's something i I, it's totally something i think stephanie Mayer has playlists for all the books too like like very like like in-depth like playlist that you can listen along to does she mention certain oh, songs cool. in the books um i th- i don't know um i, I mean anytime I don't remember I, I can't remember off the top of my head i mean every, every time there's a song playing i just sort of assume it's a new song so like i'm not sure bella is left severely depressed and isolated for months God, even the Wikipedia like description is just so sad. Yeah. Like it's so sad. But I do like the fact that she like restores dirt bikes. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. She was doing that with I Jacob. kind of I do love that side of like Bella when like he when Edward deserts her and she like gets into like she becomes an adrenaline junkie and I'm like, yeah. give me more of this, Bella. This is kind of dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. She should go out with Jasper. <laughs> like do yeah. something like really crazy or she should go out with like this jerky guy in school or something not jacob that would be more interesting if she like started going out with some weird normie but he was like a jock and then jacob like ends up having to like fight that guy that'd be cool that would be actually kind of you cool. know the, you know like the photojournalist eric in school the guy with the long hair and like the tie when she first met him yeah mm-hmm. i think i think he's a sweet character yeah, well, he's, I mean, like he's like around, kind of a right? douche, but yeah, but he's like he's like got a fun like personality and kind of silly. And I was like, but you know, what if what if she just had a very normal life and like dated him for like a couple months and like that was that? That's true. That'd been really cool. He would have had no story though. So wait, the only reason they were going to change um, Taylor Lautner was because they wanted someone who could more accurately portray the quote new larger Jacob Black. So he actually, in an attempt to keep the role, it says he weight trained extensively and gained like all those um, muscles in order to keep it. Okay, isn't that nuts? Oh wow! I mean, yeah, and then it said that Kristen Stewart said that he's an entirely different person physically. Yeah, he looked taller mm. somehow too, which was really weird. He had. I did read that he wore um he wore like um height prosthetics in his shoes. No. Yeah. I don't know if that's like the, that's not like the correct term, but like yeah, they like definitely raised up his shoes so he was taller. Well, oh, I was, okay. Well, I was sort of curious about his height or 
earlier today because I was trying to think of a way to insult him if, and if he was really tall then like I, I thought that was an easy end so I did look up his height I think he's like five eight and a half technically um okay wait so, how tall is Pattinson like six feet I I'm, I'm actually not sure um I, he, I think he looked taller just at, at a glance um <laughs> Taylor Lover Robert Pattinson um. height which is there's this part i forget i forget what movie it is i think it's new moon and like jay but goes don't make me angry I, <laughs> he's like don't make me angry you will not like me angry no. it's like this like he's like trying to be like the fucking hulk and he just oh my god it's so funny where is I, like, he don't where is know he? if they were like like, is it intentionally supposed to be funny? I don't know, but I find it hilarious. I mean, I think he was trying to be serious. But, um, oh, God. Um, Where's oh, he but, been? Oh, but Robert Pattinson is six foot one. What? Damn. Uh, well, he gets away with a lot. You know You know what they say. Um, it's just, yeah, it's kind of nuts. You got to watch Batman, uh, Jules. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. I know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I just, I can't believe that I'm like watching all these like old patents and movies now because I'm like into it. Okay, so question. So the reason why we decided to um, do this episode was because you were going through his discography. So Mm -hmm. what is your favorite um, movie that you've seen in his discography? So far, no, I still have a lot to watch. So I haven't seen a lot. I did like Good Time. Um, I yeah. was actually really impressed with his role in The Devil all the time. It's that Netflix movie that came out like in 2020, and Tom Holland's in it too. I was really impressed with Tom Holland. Oh, okay. Like he's a really good actor. He plays like this priest in like this West Virginia holler, and it's like he's really fucking evil and crazy. It is so dark and so good. Like oh, wow. I really. I really um, would recommend that. It's called The Devil All the Time. Um, I just recently watched um, Bell Ami, which I told, I think I said off air about that one, where he's like sleeping around and he's like this kind of scam artist in like, I think it's like 18th century England. Christina Ricci's also in it. Um, they actually work really well together. I would be interested in seeing them together again in something. Um, I've seen part of, I think it's The King, the one with Timothy Chalamet. That was the Netflix movie. Um, um, Let's see. Remember me. I just saw, uh, I think I was going for his older stuff. I was like back in, I'm still trying to go back into like his old, old shit. Um, Yeah. That's about it so far. Life. I want to see. Have you, either one of you seen that Mm -mm. with him and Dane DeHaan? He plays the photographer that was um, assigned to shoot James Dean. And uh, Dane DeHaan plays James Dean. I really like him. Um, I haven't seen, but I'm sort of interested in this movie he was in called Cosmopolis, which I think is a, um, which is a, um, Robert Cronenberg movie. Yeah, it's um, on Amazon. But, like, Robert Cronenberg, he, like, did, like, you know, a history of violence and did that version of The Fly with, like, Jeff Goldblum. Um, oh, yeah. So, um, he, I think he does some really interesting stuff. He also did that movie crash that we still have to do where people get like turned on by car accidents. Oh really? 
Yeah, um, it's oh, like this super weird oh, movie from '96. Is that the James Spader movie? Uh huh. Oh, okay. And okay. it's like it's really weird. Like the description, it just like seems so fucking interesting because I love like erotic weird films like this. Mm-hmm. But it just seems so interesting that there's this like entire subculture of scarred and like car crash victims that use car accidents to like like bulk up their sex life. It's just really fucking weird. I like want to see it. I mean, it's like, not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to know like James Spader and Holly Hunter, like <laughs> yeah, they were good actors. I want to see this. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. And I think it's kind of hard to find. I might have to like stream it somewhere. I don't know. Like I think it's like one of those random things that like people don't talk about. But what about you guys? Do you guys have a favorite Pattinson film? Probably The Lighthouse. Yeah, I still have to see that probably that that's i just like love like the sailor lore of it all and it's like it's just such a creepy scary um like psychological thriller cool and he's like he he literally just like loses his brain in it and like i think it's like some of the best acting and i'm not i'm not always like a period piece kind of person mm-hmm. um because like i have a hard time like like hearing what they're saying i have to like put the subtitles on to like get it but i've i watched it during quarantine and i was like this is either going to be like a really good decision or a really bad decision to watch it because you're it's a story basically about them like being alone on this like tiny little um like place in the middle of the ocean like they're just by themselves like and wow. they go crazy and it's so good like definitely my favorite robert pattinson movie and and good time good time was equally as good yeah that was really good uh, that also um the lighthouse was done by robert eggers who's doing the northman which i cannot wait to see he also did like the witch yeah, yeah. Right? I, um i i, I think um I, I, th- it, I think it was really cool because in the witch they filmed using all natural light yeah it's um, like super dark and oh wow yeah and they might have done the same thing with the lighthouse but i'm not sure it, that's black and white too right isn't the lighthouse yeah. black and white yes. yeah that's so crazy and he's like literally born in the same year as me and charles <laughs> the director robert eggers <laughs> i was like shit man he does really cool movies it's like he's young they do these like massive films like this that's really cool. So do you have any more new moon notes? Like I know this one, we meet the Volturi and we see like Michael Sheen, who I also find like a really funny campy character. Yeah. <laughs> um, which was actually kind of a surprise. I think when I first saw it, I was like, Oh, okay. It's kind of campy now. It's, yeah. And it's gotten way more into the like more like ancient lore of vampire, like very almost like what happens in interview with the vampire when Brad Pitt goes to like Paris mm-hmm. and he meets like Antonio, um, and they're like all you know like super old they have this like weird lore about them and i was like okay there's like a council now now there's like politics yeah like (laughs) bureaucracy and rules and like you know all this shenanigan which is kind of yeah campy but i like michael sheen though i think he's funny yeah his face his face is like so expressive it's it's like it's like really it's just wait are you talking are you guys talking about that ah Yes, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Aro. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's really funny. I like it. I like. I like his vibe. And I think is this the movie that we find out about um, Jacob that he's like a wolf? Yes. 
it's yeah. this one right yeah. or is it the next one yeah um yeah it's just so fucking weird this 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 movie I, it was a it was a meh for me um so eclipse part three my first note was why do they put edward in so much gray <laughs> this is this was my note from when i originally watched it so like a lot of i was like again she's begging to be turned so they can get married and she's ditching school to go riding with jacob <laughs> like, why is jacob so weird he's asking her to choose him even though she knows she he knows she doesn't love him he knows this exclamation point <laughs> oh god every time jacob i I was going to say, every time Jacob speaks, it seems like an excuse that, like, someone would use if they were, like, on a, like, being tried for, like, rape or something. Like, it's just, it's just, like, it's, it's just, like, every time she, she, like, says, I don't want you, he's just always, like, the lips say no, but the eyes say yes. And it's yeah. like, dude, back off. It's really weird. And you're, like, yeah. always, he's, like, always touching her. He always has to touch her somehow. It's, like, it's, like, really, like, unsettling. Yeah, it's weird. Know. It's really, really weird. I don't like Eclipse it. Eclipse is like where they really lose me. Like, I don't, I actually don't think I've finished the, like, the second part of the fourth story. So, like, the fifth movie. I don't even think I finished that. Um, or if I did, it was like in, like, it was on in the background. But, like, Eclipse is like I I do like that soundtrack. I'm going again with the soundtracks because like that's what I'm I'm really here for. Um, but like the storyline really starts to like lose it. It's a um, lot. And I think it's because there's just like this like ridiculous love triangle between the three of them, and it's like I'm just not I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested in Jacob's little like whiny story. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, and then I. And then there is, like, an actual plot where I guess, like, Victoria is coming to kill Bella for some reason, and like... Because, they, because Edward killed her love or something? That's yeah, because she, she was with James from the first movie, right? Or something? Yeah. And so, the, I, I, I forget the details, but they have to take Bella into the mountains for something, and there's, like, mm-hmm. lots of snow when she's raising a newborn army or something. It's, it, I, 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 I forget what happens exactly. That was actually pretty dope. One of my notes was, like, I really like how there's, like, that lore of the newborns where they're, like, I like that in this world, when you're first bitten, you're, like, super, super strong, but, like, you can't control it. Yeah. And that it gets, like, controlled yeah. and managed over time. I think that's cool because usually in other stories, once you kind of become a vampire, like, that's kind of how you stay. Mm-hmm. Like, you stay this vicious killer all the time throughout the rest of your life. But in this one, it's cool that it's, like, so out of control and, like, it's kind of probably what you think it would be like. Your senses would be overloaded. You know, you're like feeling these different feelings of like hunger that you've never felt before, but it's like in a weirder, more primal way. Yeah. So I get why they have to kind of like, someone has to kind of guide you to be Mm. like, okay, look, you can't just like while out. Yeah. You have to like, kind of like look like, and and that's what I kind of like when Bella gets turned, when they kind of like, she's the most powerful in the house. Mm -hmm. I like that dynamic. I forgot. And that's like, breaking dawn one or whatever it was when she gets turned and they're all like okay we have to control her because she's like we're all like you know we've been turned for a while so we kind of like know the deal and she's like you know like looking around and she can like hear everything and like do all this other cool stuff that, yeah. that's pretty cool i like that like newborn lore and i like that dakota fanning was like playing both sides yeah yeah that was cool yeah that yeah. was kind of cool 
I like that. Yeah, that 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 is a good good part of the movie. Like, I I forget that there is like more going on than um just like <laughs> just Jacob Jacob being the reply guy. <laughs> <laughs> the reply guy. Also, this is when we find out about Rosalie and how she was turned, which I thought was super upsetting. Yeah. I did not see that coming. I wrote what I was not expecting that that was how Rosalie was turned. Also, I kind of like how they go into like Jasper's mm-hmm. um, origin story too. Yeah, what, like the Civil War. What was his origin story? Um, I'm drawing a blank. He was a Civil War soldier. Oh, okay. I believe was he fighting with the South? I think. Okay. And then I think he switched I sides. I don't remember. Everyone out there who like knows everything about this is just like, oh my god, they're so wrong. These people know nothing. One star. <laughs> oh god. All right. No. Oh, here we go. Was, do was, not judge us. No. He was born do not in judge Texas. us because we were too busy looking at Jasper's face and not paying attention to his origin story. Yeah, right? Like, come on. He was born in Texas. In 1861, he joined the Confederate States Army and served in the Civil War. But uh, apparently he was, like, super charismatic. Remember when you see him, he, like, led his troops and he was, like, really, really good. Like, he was, like, a general almost like he was really good apparently with his troops and i think it says in 1863 this woman transformed him huh um as at 19 years old to help her claim territory in monterey and then he ended up manipulating people's um like minds and then he turned he like trained young vampires and then killed them when they weren't any good anymore and then after a while he like um yeah just like went around and i think he he used to kill humans, but then I think once he got with the Cullens, he became vegetarian. Oh, okay. But he's not, like, as attached to them. That's what this says. He's not as attached. This is on Wikipedia. Um, he's not as attached as the rest of them. I also felt like Emmett wasn't that attached either. Wasn't he kind of, like, in and out? I always felt like he was there. He was, like, the muscle. Yeah. Right? Basically, I mean, right? He was really just there because Worsley was hot. So, I mean, you know... Yeah. Yeah. There's like not much going on in Emmett's brain. Yeah, right. Ke- Kellen Lutz, isn't that who it is? Yeah. I that's the guy so. who plays him. So. Yeah, I think it's Kellen Lutz, yeah. Um and doesn't he like treat Bella like their brother and sister? Like that's like his little sister. He like bugs her and sometimes too. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um he was like turned in nineteen thirty five, which is kind of interesting. Mm. And I think he was like in Tennessee and stuff, yeah. It's kind of funny. God, how nuts. So yeah, Eclipse, I had like, um, I wrote like, I like how Victoria was making like a newborn army. That was so cool. I'm like, oh God, Jacob's carrying her. Edward is so possessive and cold. (laughs) Um, And then I wrote, wait, so he wants them to all be together? What the fuck? I make you nervous. Okay, I'm done. Her, She loves two people. He wants to be married first. Like, I was like, this is too much. The proposal. (laughs) Like, I was just like wrote all these really funny notes. And then like, I think like Sia starts playing. And I'm like, okay, this this soundtrack isn't as good. <laughs> yeah, and also I kind of like the setup by Edward to have like Jacob hear that they're engaged when like he starts talking about like the fact that they're like you know he proposed her and stuff. And Jacob's like around the corner, and Edward did it on purpose so that he could hear. And he's like, yeah, we're getting Edward. married. <laughs> Edward, you petty bitch. Oh god. And then she kisses Jacob. And in, in this one too. I was like, what? 
yeah they have that gnarly snow fight yet again um and then like i think also when i have this other quote down i want to tie myself to you in every way possible that's totally a mormon thing because in the wedding you're tied you're like tied together with a ribbon so i thought that was really interesting i mean that's cool if they're mormon that's cool yeah 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 it's just interesting that that was there. Um, so Breaking Dawn, this is when she has the what? It starts with the wedding. So I have, and to, I have to confess, Breaking Dawn 1 and 2 are movies I have not seen. Oh, um, okay. Well, I have just yeah. a few notes. Okay. Uh, not that many. I just wrote, so she has this wedding, and it's so weird that her friends all think she's pregnant, like in the beginning. Oh, that's right. Like, they're like, <laughs> this is why you're getting married, right? Because you're pregnant. I was like, What? I was like, wait, and we haven't even heard anything about like sex with vampires versus humans and humans. Like we haven't heard if this was possible, not possible in other lore. Vampires do not produce children. So that's also kind of a new twist. Yeah. In the story. Or can they only produce children because she's human? But that doesn't matter in most stories. It doesn't matter if they sleep with a human. It's. It's just like the like the plot hole situation with like the going to high school over and over again. Like when they go to like having the kid, I'm like, this is just like, where is the science behind this? It's yeah. not here. That's what's so that's what's so weird. And and then I wrote, how does Edward have all this money? They go to Rio and like an island. They go to this like weird secluded island like off of Rio. That place looks dope yeah it does look really cool and then edward brings jacob to the wedding like what charlie looks so upset this entire thing like he's just being railroaded it like she just literally goes like charlie i'm not gonna call you dad i'm gonna call you charlie she's like charlie i'm getting married and i'm doing like x y and z and like that's just it and i'm like never coming back here again i was like what like bella does not deserve charlie everything that she has put that man through all the way from like the first for the first movie where she like disses his steak and cobbler and i'm like bella you little idiot like i would kill to eat steak and cobbler with that man every (laughs) single night like how dare you how dare you we were all rooting for you i know we were all rooting for you on him and then she and then she runs away to Italy. She runs away into the woods. She runs away to Arizona and puts poor little Charlie just like in this horrible situation. Like I feel so bad for Charlie. Yeah, and what's ho- horrible is like she does all that and then like when she leaves in the first movie, she like purposely uses the exact same words that her mom used when sh- 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 she left him. Like, just so he would, like, just so she could, like, disarm him. Like, she specifically what? says, just let me go, Charlie, which is, like, exactly what her, her like, mom said. And I was like, oh, oh my you, God. you horrible. You're so horrible. Like, That's psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that yeah. is psychotic. What? Wow. It's, it's fucked up. Yeah. Like, she does not get a pass for how horrible she was to Charlie. He does not deserve it. Yeah, like, what has he done? That's the thing. It's not like he's been a horrible parent. And yeah. and we see where it's coming from. It just really doesn't make any sense, like, in the scheme of the story. It's kind of annoying. This is, this is a four-part story of daddy issues oh yeah she completely <laughs> she has serious daddy issues and so she uh she dates this like horribly like 
possessive stalkerish boyfriend who isolates her from her entire family and then eventually turns her but not before that she gets pregnant i wrote jacob goes to the cullen house after they're married and got back from the um honeymoon i wrote they've been back for two weeks why is he so involved like why is jacob like now so involved when they're married now like why have you not gone away i was like like, i'm pregnant don't you have stuff to do? Like, I mean, you know, like, just... Oh, I know why. It's because he apparently is going to imprint whatever the fuck that means on this goddamn child that she's going to have. And I guess he knows that? Does he yeah. know that in, in Breaking Dawn Part 1? I, 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 I don't think he knew it beforehand. I think it just sort of... It's just the sort of thing that, like, happens. Um, <sighs> it's just... No. It's still not creepy, no matter how they describe it. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's fucking weird. And then I wrote they can't do a C-section or even see through the ultrasound. Well, I thought... Like... They, well, I thought they tried, but, like, um, something went wrong or something. Um, or... But they have, like, different ultrasounds. Yes, I think so. Like, they have one that's a stick that they can use. Not yeah. just the one on your belly, in case they can't see, like, that way. You're a doctor, man. Like, call an OB in there. Like, what's going on? <laughs> There's got to be a vampire woman OB who can, like, they can answer these questions. <laughs> like, there has to be. Like, come on. There has to be a whole, like, team of, like, vampire doctors that's just, like, involved. And, oh, God, the fact that, like, I, I wrote, why is Edward so mad at Bella and acting weird when this child, your child is literally killing her? And you're acting yeah. like it's, like, her fault. Like, she's being, like so crazy and then i wrote bella says it feels more complete when you're here jake in front of the whole family <laughs> like <laughs> what see I was this, like, this is my problem with breaking dawn is that bella gets everything she wants like she doesn't she doesn't have to give give anything up like she gets edward she gets her baby she gets jacob she gets her great new family she gets her dad to stay in her life she gets to live in a family with like all this money like she doesn't have to sacrifice yeah. anything it's just it, I don't, you know, I mean, like with a lot of these other stories, you know, like Harry Potter or like Lord of the Rings, like they have to, in order to like, you know, accomplish something, they have to like give up a lot, but she doesn't have to give up anything. Like she, I guess she technically has to give up her humanity, but I mean, you know, she didn't really want, want it in the be- first place. Yeah, I was going to say that literally she has manipulated this whole situation. And I feel like it might even sound like as I'm saying this out loud and like, of course, it's a story. I don't really believe this, but whatever. Um, It seems like did she get pregnant on purpose because she knew this baby was going to try to kill her and that's how he would have to turn her? Like, did she do some research? But all right, well, I got to manipulate a way to find out a way for him to turn me. That literally is her only goal, just so she can be with him. No matter what he does, no matter him abandoning her, no matter like all this situation, like weird, violent shit, she doesn't care. She still wants to be turned so she can be with him forever. Yeah. And does this girl have borderline personality disorder? I mean, yeah, she's a totally different person and not in a growth way. And then when she gets turned, I mean, in the in Breaking Dawn, we also have like this awful birthing scene that I wrote is so wild and traumatic. I like I can't believe this was in a PG-13 movie. It yeah. was like very exorcism. Mm-hmm. And that whole end of that movie was like really upsetting to me in like a weird Requiem Without a Dream way. I was yeah. like, she looks like terrible. Like when she's like dead and her cheeks are all sawn, I was like, she looks really yeah. scary. And like you just see like you see like edward like trying to do cpr on her and you just see her like body just kind of like moving that was was, that was like too much for me yeah i was like this is a lot and i wrote 
like this is just like Be- uh, Bella dead it just looked really scary and then when she was just like losing weight it just didn't have like a good look mm-hmm. like it felt also very like I mean I don't I don't think that it's like reminiscent of it but it felt very much like a like kind of like an eating disorder vibe like yeah she yeah really totally. and, it, and I was like is there are they meaning for this to happen like I hope this is not glamorizing this at any way because this is a huge like a lot of girls see themselves in Bella or saw themselves in Bella at the time like this was a massive movie and when you have especially girls who have like kind of multi-layered thinking more than boys kind of do like at that age when you like bring a girl in like that and you've deeply connected with her and then you throw in all these other different factors and like you might not be meaning to do it but it looked very upsetting i thought yeah yeah this doesn't look right yeah yeah i was like this doesn't look right know what you mean and you're like romanticizing it too because eventually she gets turned and she kind of gets what she wants again this is all a manipulation tactic because this in turn gets the guy she loves to pay attention and oh turn her which we've been asking for the last five hours of watching this yeah and she finally gets what she wants kind of but she has to and then her life flashes and it's all very weird like we think she's actually dead and not really alive and then the very end she has like the red eyes and it's like dun 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 yeah I was like, oh. has anyone asked like stephanie meyer like like has anyone questioned these like morals and plots of her stories i don't know i'm I'm genuinely curious if anyone's questioned her like especially like because these were written like a while back like you know what when did the first one come out you said 2004 um oh oh, well the movies came out in 08 but like the the story five i think is the first yeah Yeah. like i feel like now like if this came out like this year I feel like, I mean, I I know the internet has already gone wild and like has said everything that we've already said where like there are just so many like red flags in these movies. Oh, have they? See, I haven't listened listened to any Twilight because I didn't want to like have it sway my opinion on what the films meant. So I'm now that we're after we finish Mm -hmm. this, I'm going to go back and listen to like what other people think about the story to see if it's similar. So people do have that feeling. I've definitely... Yeah, I've definitely like seen it on like Twitter and stuff and like people kind of like going back on it like because I know for me like I was definitely one of those like middle school, you know, kids like, you know, like reading the books and then watching the movies and was totally swayed by like this, you know, this thought process. But like looking back at it as an adult over 10 years later, I'm like, oh my gosh, like there are so many red flags and I just want to know if like like i'm not saying this isn't good entertainment like these are very entertaining stories don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong but like like there's just so many red flags i'm curious if like stephanie meyer has ever like acknowledged them i don't know i have no idea i'll have to do some kind of like deep dive into like what also we can talk about the fact that we kind of as we get a more kind of well-rounded world and like streaming all this other stuff we're like okay people now know it's a red flag like you kind of are seeing those signs but we're still creating content like this like euphoria is a massive hot mess and there are people that we are adults so we know that it's a a story Mm -hmm. but we have like 
12 and 13 year olds or whatever, who are like the youngest who are actually watching it, who really like those girls and who see like that girl um, who's like obsessed with that abusive guy. There are two girls in the story who are still obsessed with this like abusive character. Yeah. And they haven't rewritten him. Like, and he is like the hot guy. Like that is his archetype he but he's like outwardly abusive this is not like an edward thing where he's just like has red flag no he's outwardly physically abusive and it's a plot point and we're still in his corner like they're still trying to normalize him they're still trying to like oh but he's you know damaged and his parents this and his parents that these all might be causes but like this is not okay there's been nothing no therapy no self-growth from him at all he's literally just acting crazier and crazier and i was like that's really weird that like that is still okay. That's new. I mean, that's on right now. They haven't changed that and like yeah. stopped. No- it's even worse now, really. Like Edward is really not anything yeah. compared to what they're doing now, which is sad. Like girls, no. That's, no, 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 no. That like, is true. Not hot at all. Like at all. It's fucking scary. <sighs> yeah, I I do have to say, maybe this like will show my age. I'm not a Euphoria fan and I would much rather have the youth be... um interested in twilight instead of euphoria (laughs) (laughs) i'm a euphoria fan i have to say i just based on i think what i really like about it is like the technology and the ability of like what a fuck ton of money does to uh, a a production and they're able to do some really cool things that i've never seen on tv because they have so much money you know so it's like watching these movies and i think i like it for like the cinematic value but i'm obviously older and know this is like a complete story but i know the lasting effects that that has like people don't realize how you know like you really identify with characters and like how they treat people you think it's normal dawson's creek i also we also had this discussion when we were talking about roswell is that like in the 90s on like teen soaps which were like me and charles used to really watch a lot they really normalized this like like really funny bantery combative relationship that there was always like a girl who like not it wasn't the popular girl it was always like you kind of had this one couple that was always like kind of mean to each other mm-hmm. but then they would like make out and you saw it with James Franco and Busy Phillips and Freaks and Geeks like they had like a combative they try to play it off as this like oh you know they're just like funny and they just insult each other all the time and they just like say you're a bitch blah, like- blah 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 but no yeah yeah that, that's just like like summer and seth cohen and uh the oc oh are like, they yeah, like definitely that? an archetype oh yeah 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 so see that's also kind of weird but i love it yeah that's the thing is they make us like the characters and that we're like oh it's cool but in real life it's very different like it's you know obviously nothing like that um okay so breaking down part two like none of you guys have even seen it no so um Finally, she's turned. That's pretty much it. And she does all of her, like, bells and whistles, like, hunting and all this other bullshit that she's doing. And she's, like, seeing all this shit. And, like, what's her power? Isn't her her power, like, to protect or something? She like has, like, that? a shield. Yeah. She has, like, some kind of weird yeah. shield or something. Yeah. I forgot. So yeah, it, shield. It basically, yeah. Pr- if she, she can sort of, like, flex her shield, I think. And it, like, protects people from being affected by other vampires' powers. Kind mm-hmm. of. So... And now she finds out, like, throughout this big epic battle at the end that she can, like, shield all of them. Yeah. She, like, not just her. She can, like, shield someone, I think, even, like, kind of far away from her, too. Like, she doesn't have to be, like, standing with them. It's kind of weird. I wrote, this kid is freaking me out. Like, they're, they're a child that, like, grows up. And that's when we get the weird Jacob shit. Um, the CGI face yeah. of the child oh, is so creepy. God. Yeah, it is really fucking weird. Like, they think she's, like, an immortal child. 
which is like some kind of weird demon thing. And um, so remind me, why did the Volturi come to kill them in the first place? I think they came, they were supposed to kill like the immortal child, right? Aren't there not supposed to be any? Oh, there aren't any okay. small, there aren't, remember? Because they go to see, I think the Cullens go to see this other family. I forgot who they are. They're like, they like are helping Bella and the child and they like jump when they see her, when she gets out of the car and they're like, oh my God, she's an immortal. And they're like, no, no, no. And then that's when they send her away because the Volturi are coming to kill her. They right. send her away with Jacob. And they like they're like you have to go protect her. You're the only one that can protect her. And I was like, oh, this is weird. And then that's when like the fight comes. Okay. They end up trying to get them out, but then they're like in that snow, and the Volturi like come out. Yeah. And they're like, we need to kill her. And then we find out this whole thing is like they kill Irina. I think because she's the one that said she was an immortal child. And they tell him like, no, she's not. She's actually half human. You think she is because she's small, but she yeah. isn't. Like she actually is half human. And then you like at the end, you kind of see others that are half human, half vampire. There are like two or three others that come and they're like, we're also like you. Oh, that's right. And like, yeah. And, and I was like, oh, okay. And it's also kind of weird that like Jacob is eventually told that he's betrothed to her when she's older. Yeah. And I was like, but isn't she going to look like that? Like, is she not going to age? Well, I, I, I thought, I think they said she like ages to like a normal adult age, but then she stops aging. Yeah. But like, what is that? Like 18? And he's going to age, right? Yes. Like, as a wolf. Are the wolves older? Yeah. Don't the wolves live longer? Like, not like not like forever, but like longer than a human lifespan, I think. I'm not sure. Oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Also, what, Rami Malek being in this was kind of weird. I, I completely oh, forgot right. about that. <laughs> yeah, Rami Malek and then this other kid that's in Shameless. Oh, um, wow. he has like dark hair and shameless but he has he was like the guy was like vladimir he was like the russian guy he was like really pale with like the the blonde hair like almost like the white hair it was like him and this other guy oh, wow. and they were like the old they were like super old vampires they came to like the collins when it was like a big like you know lord of the rings type battle where it's like all hands on deck we're bringing yeah. like everybody in the house and they get the amazon women those were kind of cool yeah like, the amazon chicks that were coming to help so i was like okay so we're gearing up for a big battle yeah i mean it was meh. I mean, the end montage and the flowers. I wrote this is like True Blood. I mean, nothing felt very actually happened. <laughs> so, um, like, um, so I heard that. So I heard that Stephanie Mayer got a lot of like shit for for the for this ending. And oh, really? Yeah. And they're just like, "What the hell were you thinking?" And um, like, I think her response was like, she sort of wanted to kind of have the ending modeled i think the influences she cited were a midsummer's night dream and the merchant of, of venice where i think like i think the merchant, girl I, I, no. I, mean, I mean i was like okay i mean i guess it's i guess it's good to reach um but yeah right <laughs> but <laughs> like girl no that was no shakespeare i don't know what what shit you saw but i think she sort sort of wanted a like um sort of like a trial type 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 climax where like um you know like there was where like there was like very you know fine you know fighting with like words and innuendo and you know like cliche cliche and 
um, I, I guess she was trying to do that. <laughs> so, like a legal drama, yeah, turns yeah. into like fucking but, Law and Order. But I, I was like, why would she do that at the end of Breaking Dawn? Like, yeah, <laughs> why? Why would we have a trial? I, I find know. that so fucking weird. So, the whole thing. I also really love that like Robert Pattinson like shits on it, kind of like in different interviews on YouTube. Yeah. It's really funny. He kind of shits on Edward. It was like, yeah he's a mess like i don't know <laughs> so I, like i just came and made my money man <laughs> like i'm just it was just a job <laughs> like it's kind of seems like how he treats it treats it but that's honestly cool, you know? i i feel like robert pattinson's like disdain for the twilight saga just like makes me love twilight even more and him even more yeah. i don't know there's just something so funny about it i think it's great i think it's great publicity him hating it it is yeah because it makes me like so intrigued like i just yeah i'm just like oh my god that's really funny that they're so outspoken i feel like back in the day you would never hear an actor say they didn't like something they were in like they always were just like oh yeah it's great blah blah blah. but it's cool that they're like what no does anyone know what like Kaysu thinks about Twilight? Has has she ever said anything I think about she it? She liked it though. I mean, I think she liked it for what it was. I don't think she I think when I've seen of her, she kind of acted like, yeah, we knew what the demographic was. We kind of knew what we were doing. Like they had the books to go on. It sounds like they were pretty close to the books, so they weren't in completely in the dark. But I don't know what she said about like Bella specifically. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. sure she's been on, like, a podcast. And she was on uh, Howard Stern not too long ago. And she was talking about, I think Howard was like, so wait, were you really in love with him? She's like, yeah. Like, I mean, come on. She's like, I only had, like, one other boyfriend before that. And, like, they had a really good chemistry read, apparently. Um, I, for some reason, I know that they dated for, like, four years. It was, like, a huge Hollywood couple. I just never saw it throughout the movies. I never felt, like, a real-life chemistry but i mean that doesn't mean it wasn't there but it just never felt like it to me i guess when i've seen other films where people have either acted differently or it's actually been like super real like i always come to mr and mrs smith because i've never seen a movie like that where it's like so obvious oh my god (laughs) like that movie like that movie is one of those like it's almost one of those kind of almost like this is and a lot of teen films where they're like the temptation is like more explicit than the actual like love scenes and like sex scenes or whatever they do. It's kind of like, this is kind of in that same way It's like, I thought the, the sex scene in, in twilight was really disappointing. Cause it, you know, I was like, yeah, I guess it was more like hot when they like weren't supposed to be together. And it was like this real like temptation thing. And you kind of like, don't ever want it to happen. Cause then it's kind of like, Oh yeah, it kind of ruins the magic. Like that's how it kind of felt. At, at this one, I kind of just didn't feel the chemistry. But, like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I was like, holy fuck. And I don't even know what happened in that house when they had that fight. And that <laughs> director, camera was rolling. I would have been like, are you guys taping this? Like, do they know we're here? Like, the fuck? Like, we are about to break up a marriage right now, people. Do you see this? Do you see what is going on? The way that movie oh opened up with them at the fucking marriage counselor. And they're like, so, how long have you guys been married? And, like, how often do you guys have sex? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what? <laughs> they made this into a movie? Like, they did. They did, ladies and gentlemen. That was a scandal of all yes. scandals. I loved that movie. I do, too. I fucking I love that movie. It's so great. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else to say about Breaking Dawn. I mean, everything was great. The credits has everyone at the end. It was kind of cute. I mean, good for y'all. Made that. Made those checks, you know? Yeah. Make that money. 
they made those checks. They they seem to entertain with no end. It seems um, it's been like what ten years, twelve years. Yeah, yeah, I think 14? so. And I still, I still enjoy them. Like they, it's no, um, like it's kind of like watching, you know, like like me and Lauren would talk about ninety days sometimes, like. Uh, it's definitely like that where I'm not watching it for the like the art of it, but there's something very nostalgic and like comforting watching these movies. <laughs> yeah. Dear Fashion Grunge Podcast, one of your hosts said that they were not watching Twilight for the art. And these are the most artistic <laughs> films I've ever seen. One star. <laughs> That's totally the quote. I'm like, thank you for listening to the whole episode because that means you sat through two hours of us shitting on Twilight <laughs> and talking about like Johnny Depp's like case with Amber heard that's in court right now that is just actually really interesting <laughs> so yeah <laughs> also it seems that Chris you know Stewart I, and Pattinson are the only ones working right now like they're the only ones that I see everywhere I haven't seen Taylor Lautner yeah I was gonna say have you seen him in anything no I think um yeah I feel like he kind of stopped yeah um, he doesn't I haven't really much. seen him in anything but yeah, you know, um, this will probably be my last public appearance ever <laughs> um, after discussing these movies. Um, so I hope I hope whoever uh, listened to all two hours had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, they, I had a good time. I, I had a good time. I thought it was super fun. We should all do this again. And um, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.